Is good, amen. amen. It's a blessing to be in the presence of God tonight amongst brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. amen. We serve an awesome God who's full of power. Amen. He's full of love and he's full of mercy. Amen. I spent a lot of time in my life wasting time looking for love, looking for satisfaction. But the only thing that could satisfy my soul, amen, and that could fill me up and give me hope was the Spirit of God. Come on, somebody. So everything else that I was turning to in life, amen, always knocked me down. But when I turned to Jesus, amen, he began to raise me up. Come on, somebody. When you turn to Jesus, he will begin to raise you up. Hallelujah. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for your anointing, God. We thank you for your grace, God. Bless this time, God, in this service. Let your word pierce each and every one of our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Turn with me in your Bibles, amen, to the book of Second Chron Chronicles, amen. Second Chronicles chapter 20, starting in verse 14, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's a small print in this Bible. Thank you, Jesus. Starting in verse 14, amen, and the word of God reads. Then in the midst of the assembly, the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehazel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jeel, the son of Malaniah, the Levite of the sons of Asaph. And he said, listen, all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but is God's. Amen. Come on, somebody. So here you have King Jehoshaphat, and they are going into battle, amen. And they are going into battle, and how many of us know, amen, that whenever you go into battle, that you got to be prepared, amen. That you got to have the Lord upon your side. If you expect to receive the victory, you've got to have Jesus Christ on your side. Amen. Because if God be for us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. It says that, so the battle is not ours, amen, but the Lord's, amen. The battle is not ours, but the Lord's. So tonight I want to talk to you briefly, amen, about God brings the results, amen. If you put my title up there, God brings the results. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God brings the results. Praise the Lord. Sorry, y'all. I've been up since 4 in the morning. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I got a new baby. Let's give the Lord, amen, a hand praise, amen, for a new baby. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The battle is not ours, but the Lord's, amen. So here you have, amen, King Jehoshaphat here in verse 14, amen. It says, in the midst of the assembly, the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehazel, the son of Zechariah. So they were about to go to war. Judah was about to go to war. And the Spirit of God came upon, amen, this servant named Jehazel. And how many of us know, amen, when the Spirit of God anoints you, amen, for a certain purpose, for a certain mission, and God brings a word, amen, that the word of God always comes to pass. Hallelujah. See, we need the word of God in our life to sustain us, amen, to bring us faith. Without the word of God, we don't have any faith. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. My first point, amen, 
Stop trying to please people. Hallelujah. Stop trying to please people. Galatians chapter 1, starting in verse 1. Amen. Galatians chapter 1. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And the word of God reads, Paul, an apostle not sent from men, nor through the agency of man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead. And all the brethren who are with me to the churches of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins so that he might rescue us from this present evil age according to the will of our God and our Father, to whom be the glory forever. Amen. I am amazed that you are so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel. Stop right there for a minute. So in today's society, we have a lot of people that are turning to false hope. They're turning to a false gospel, to an ear-tickling gospel, amen, that tells them that they can live any way they want to, that they can remain in their sin, and they can live just like the devil and expect to enter into the kingdom of heaven. We are living in a society, amen, where people are preaching a washed-down, watered-up gospel, and people are headed to destruction, amen. People are headed to destruction. And how many of us know, amen, that we are, we are all like sheep that go astray without a shepherd, amen. That's why we need Jesus, amen. Come on, somebody. The author and the perfecter of our faith, amen. And the world needs to know, amen, that Jesus Christ, hallelujah, is not only to be Savior, but to be Lord over our lives, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Keep on going. Which is really not another, only there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. That's where we're at today in society. People are distorting the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you, he is to be accursed. As we have said before, so I say again now, if any man is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received, he is to be accursed. So people that are preaching false doctrine, people up there, there's a lot of false prophets that are out in the land right now. They say that they may say the name Jesus. They may claim to even be a Christian. They may, may even be a member of a church. They may even wear the suit and tie and look and dress the part. Amen. But how many of us know that when this, when it comes to being a real Christian, it's beyond just the outward appearance. When it comes to really being a bought, come on, bought by the blood, born again Christian, it's an inward church transformation that has to take place amen your body has to be a temple of the holy ghost hallelujah and the devil and the holy ghost can't dwell in the same vessel amen switch mics hallelujah come on somebody the devil and the Holy Spirit cannot dwell in the same place, amen. So when we truly get born again, amen, we become a child of God, amen. Out with the old, in with the new. You should be washed up, washed out completely, amen. The blood of Jesus cleanses you from all sin, amen. The blood of Jesus cancels every prince of principality and demonic power that had power over your life, that was tormenting you, that was leading you astray. The blood of Jesus completely cancels. It. it cancels every assignment that the devil had upon you. Come on, somebody. 
We're living in a time in society, amen, where people, they don't want to hear sound doctrine. They don't want to hear about the real gospel of Jesus Christ because they don't want to be offended and they don't want somebody to tell them the truth, amen. And come on, somebody, because sometimes the truth hurts, amen. But I just thank God, amen, that that's some, uh, some pity party points in my life when I was throwing a pity party, bound in the darkness, bound in my addiction, that God put some pastors, God put some praying grandmothers and some mothers and some people in my life to look me in the face and say, what are you thinking? You got it all twisted. You're being jacked up. You Come on, somebody. You're living like a fool, amen. I'm telling you, I was living like a fool out there. I remember living in darkness and I I was in a backsliding condition, living a life away from God, but claiming I was a Christian. And somebody sent me a text message and said, God said, you better wake up, you fool, because you're living like the world. You're living like the devil. And it hit me right across the head. See, whenever you're chosen by God, God's not just going to let you live any kind of way. Amen. God's not going to let you do any old thing anymore when he's put a calling on you, when he's chosen you, when he's handpicked you. For a certain purpose. Can I get a hallelujah? Come on somebody. Did you know that God has a purpose. Destiny for your life. And he will bless you on purpose. Amen. Verse 10 again. Verse 10 again. Stop trying to please people. For am I now seeking the favor of men. Or of God. Or am I striving to please men. If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a bondservant of Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. See, you can act all super spiritual when we come to church. You can act all super holy when the pastor's around. You can act like you got your ducks in a row and you're really living this thing out in the middle of a worship session. But when nobody else is looking, amen. Come on, somebody. Are you living for the Lord? Amen. Are you? Come on, somebody. God knows what you do in secret and what you do in secret. He will reward you openly, amen. And what is in the darkness will be brought to the light, amen. He Come on, somebody. He's a never-changing God. He's a never-changing God. People change, amen. God brings transformation, amen. So are we letting God move in our life or are we just going through the emotions? Are we just trying to please people? Are we just trying to please the pastor? Are we just, oh, let me get down here for a second again. Are we just trying to please mama? We just trying to please baby mama. We trying to make baby daddy happy. Come on, somebody. Come on, are we just trying to please grandma? We just trying to make everything look nice on the outside, amen. But in the inside, we're still all jacked up, amen. We're still full of darkness. See, if you don't deal with what you got going on on the inside of you, amen, there's not going to be no room for the Holy Ghost to move in your life, amen. Some people need to get real with themselves, amen. Come on. Tap your neighbor say, get real with yourself. Stop acting like you got it all together. Because I promise you, you don't. Come on, somebody. Get that religious spirit out of your life. Get that religious spirit out of your life. I'm telling you, the spirit of religion is like a python trying to choke, choke the church. Amen. In this day, in this hour, it's trying to snuff out the power of God. People are walking around. They're parading in their churches with a form of godliness, denying the power thereof. They say they believe in a God that they don't even really believe. Because if you really had faith in Jesus, you would walk this thing out. Amen. 
you will believe, amen, that the God of the Bible is the God who he says he is. Come on, somebody. He is healer. Oh, but we don't pray. We don't believe God for healing in our family, in our church over here. Well, you need to repent because I don't know what Jesus you're following. Come on, somebody. My God's a healer, amen. Hallelujah. They're trying to medicate spiritual problems, amen. Come on. Trying to please people, amen. Trying to please people. I'll be darned. I'm not going to speak death over me or my house, amen. Because I know that Jesus Christ, who the Son sets free, sets free indeed, amen. So you don't have to walk around with depression anymore, with anxiety anymore, and think that you need to be in the corner popping Prozac or a Xanax because our God is faithful and he is a deliverer. Can I get an amen? We need to stop trying to please people, amen. People are afraid to speak the truth because they don't want to lose family members. They don't want to lose church members. Come on, somebody. Let's keep it real, amen. Just because a church is packed with thousands of people doesn't mean the Holy Spirit's welcome there. My God. We need to be worried, more worried and concerned about people getting filled with the Holy Ghost, amen, than filling up offering plates and filling up a church seat. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. We serve a God of results, amen, a God of praise reports. Come on, somebody. I was out there tripping, amen, beat up by the devil, amen. But let me give you a praise report. Today, I've been restored. My family's been restored. Amen. My mind's been restored. As I lost my mind out there. Amen. I've been completely redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You may only have a praise report from something that happened three days ago. If you're really fired up and you're really about this thing and about living for Jesus, you ought to have a praise report every second that goes by. Amen. You ought to just have praises flowing out of your mouth continuously. Come on, somebody. Praises will flow out of my mouth continuously. Come on. Just like curse words and demonic activity used to flow out of my mouth constantly. If I got a praise in my mouth, I don't got the world in my mouth. If I got a praise in my mouth, I don't got the, the, come on, I don't got a curse word in my mouth. My mouth is not a mouthpiece for the devil and God to use that. Come on, somebody. It's either for God's glory, amen, or it's for self-glory. I'm either being used by the Holy Ghost or I'm being used by the enemy. This is not a game, amen. You cannot play on the fence in this time and hour, amen. Because I promise you, you will get knocked off. You will get knocked smooth off the fence. Talking about what happened, I hit my butt, amen. Get back up and jump over the fence this time and go all the way with Jesus. Hallelujah. You sit on the fence all you want to, you're going to get swallowed up. promise you. Swallowed up in a heartbeat. I've been chewed up, swallowed up, and spit out enough, amen, to recognize that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior without Jesus. But with Jesus, amen, leading me, amen, through this life, I'm a born-again believer filled with the Holy Ghost, and I don't have to let sin reign in my mortal body any longer because I know who my God is, amen. Hallelujah. I'm not here to please man, amen. You can t- you ever been around somebody that just tells you what, what you want to hear all the time? Instead of just keeping it real with you. Somebody that just tickles your ear all the time, amen, tends to your little emotions instead of keeping it all the way 100 with you. 
I don't need people around me that's going to ear tickle me and, and, and come on somebody and it's going to puff me up, amen. I need some people to keep it 100 with me that's going to encourage me, that's going to let me know, amen, when I need to be checked, when I need to be put in place. Come on, somebody. When my thinking is jacked up, when my decisions are bad, I need some people in my life to hold me accountable to the calling that God has placed on me, amen. And you wonder why people, ooh, you wonder why God brought you around some people that always say, hey, 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 you can't do that no more. You can't talk like that no more. Hey, come on. That's not Jesus. That's not the Holy Spirit. That's not how God calls you to act. God didn't call you to respond that way. Come on, somebody. You're a new creation in Christ. Amen. You ought, to be th- you ought to be thankful whenever people around you begin to help sharpen you and shape you and mold you in the hands of God. Begin to dig in in your life and begin to change you and begin to transform you. Amen. Creating me a clean heart, God. Renew a right spirit within me. Come on, somebody. I need some people to keep it real with me. I need some people to speak the truth with me. Not some people that are just going to speak in my ear trying to please me. Try- Come on, somebody. I need some people to let me know, hey, you can't act like that. Hey, can I pray with you? I know you're a little stressed out, but don't give up because I know that God is faithful. And I know that the same God that pulled you out of that last time is going to bring you through it this time. Can I get an amen? amen. Hallelujah. Come on. I'm talking about when you're going through a stressful situation, people been talking to you bad, talking to you crazy, and that one brother comes over, oh, man, they just, they talk like that all the time, man. You know what? Shame on them for talking to you like that. They are, you know what I'm saying? Who are they? Who are they? Just tickling your flesh, trying to please you. No, keep it real, because if that stuff's coming out of my heart, I need somebody to let me know, hey, you know what, man? We don't war against flesh and blood, but against spirits and principalities and dark rulers in higher places, amen. So don't bite, amen, the the food that the devil's trying to feed you, amen. Come on, somebody. Watch what you get. Watch your source, amen. Watch what source it's coming from, amen. Because if it ain't coming from the throne room, it's coming from under, amen. Hallelujah. And I need a word from the throne room, amen. I need a word from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, amen. Because just one word of hope, just one word from God can brighten somebody's day and motivate them to keep running this race with endurance, amen. But how many of us know, amen, the tongue is an unruly evil, amen. And there's power in what you speak and what comes out of your mouth. But if you're just speaking to please men, you've already got your reward. That's all you're going to get. You looking for a pat on the back? Pastor boy, I went out to outreach 20 souls today. I lay hands on somebody. They was healed. God's moved. I'm prophesying now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you lying about everybody. But you're hating on your brother. Come on. But you got hatred in your heart towards your sister. Amen. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. But you're always, always checking out somebody else's faults and somebody else's sins. And you're trying to bring it, amen, to the leader or to the pastor, amen. Come on, somebody. Trying to, just like when you was growing up in the household, amen. You was always getting in trouble. Little sister was doing something. You always trying to get little sister in trouble, amen. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling as unto the Lord. And everything that you do, do it as unto God. Because God knows the thoughts and the intentions of your heart. And he knows why you do something, when you do something, and who you do it for, amen. We can't follow Jesus, amen, for self-gain. I promise you, it don't work like that. 
If you're in it for self, that's the only reward you're going to get. At the end of the day, it's going to be you and yourself. Amen? Making it all about you, but on the outside, you're being more religious. Oh, I love you, Lord. I love your presence. I love your presence. And then as soon as worship's over, put your hand down. Man, I can't stand these people. I'm so sick of being here. I wish, man, I wish that. Come on, somebody. Let's get real. Let's get real. Man, they got me messed up. You just start cussing all your way, all the way to the vehicle, all the way down. Come on, all the way down the road, down the route or something. You just tripping, kicking up dirt. I can't stand these people. You need to let God work in your heart. You need to recognize, amen, that you need a heart change, amen, that you need to be converted within your heart, amen. If I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart, it's a heart thing, amen. It's not just a mouth thing. This is not just an outward show. This ain't a religious fashion show. We don't care what you wear. I don't care if it's Calvin Klein, if it's designer, or if it's from the, th- come on, somebody, the thrift store, amen. If you ain't got Jesus in your heart and the Holy Ghost breathing and walking and living inside of you, you got it messed up. You got it twisted. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Was tired today. Felt a little underdressed this morning at church. And the Lord said, who are you? You know I don't look at the outside. What's in your heart? Amen. God, you so right. Do something in my heart, Lord. Come on. I need a fresh touch. I need a fresh fire. I need some motivation. I got to stay determined. I got to keep my eyes on Jesus. Amen. I got to run the race. Amen. In order to receive the crown. And if you're running a race to win it, you're not looking back. You ain't going backwards, amen. And you're not worried about who's beside you. You're just running towards Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Hey, if you're running a race and you can't pull somebody to run with you, don't let them pull you down. Come on, just leave them there. Hey, you want to stay in that sin? You want to stay playing with God? You want to stay being lukewarm? You want to act like that? You want to talk like that? I'm still running. I ain't got time to be carrying you around, carrying around your weight. Amen. I don't need extra weight in my life. Come on, somebody. God gave me my own family, my own household for a reason. I'm only, come on, I'm only mandated to take care of my own household first, amen. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You got people taking on burdens they don't even need to carry. Ain't even meant to be carrying somebody else's burden. You go ahead and try to pick up negative Nancy all you want to. She going to end up dragging you down and affecting you. You going to have a negative spirit. You ought to look at negative Nancy and say, hey, you need to fall in love with Jesus. Come on, somebody. You didn't know God loves you, and if it wasn't for God's grace, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be alive today. Come on, somebody. That's the hard truth. Let's keep it real. Amen. Some of us was out there whacked out, completely jacked up, completely knocked out the race. Could have all and died a long time ago. Some of us should have went to prison for life a long time ago. Don't sit up in your chair and act like you've arrived and act like you're ready and act like you're just super sanctified and like God don't need to still do a work in your heart. Constantly. I'm telling you, the heart is deceitful above all else. Watch it. Stop trying to please others. Don't just try to please man. We got to begin to please God. Can I get an amen? Amen. Hallelujah. We need self-control. Amen. We need self-control. James chapter 1, verse 26. That was the intro, amen. I had to wake back up. Hallelujah. 
And the word of God reads, if anyone thinks himself to be religious and yet does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this man's religious religion is worthless. Come on. Oh, you think you're religious. Amen. You can think you're religious. You can think you're a Christian. You can think that you're holy and sanctified and all set apart and all that. But if you ain't even got control over your emotions and your own mouth, amen, the Bible says that your religion is worthless, amen. The Bible says your religion is worthless. See, purified, undefiled religion in relationship with Jesus ought to exemplify what comes out of your mouth and what is presented through the way that you live and the way that you exalt God. But do we exalt God, amen, when no one else is looking? Or do we exalt self? Our relationship with God will expose our heart and our mouths are a representation of our heart. Our relationship with God will expose our hearts and our mouths are a representation of our heart. Our relationship with God exposes our hearts, amen. That's why you just hang around the body of Christ, hang around with somebody in ministry, amen, and if they're faking or shaking, it'll begin to come out because the heart is always exposed, amen, especially when you've been called, especially when God saved you and you've been born again, amen, hallelujah, and you said, Jesus, I do, you're my Lord and you're my Savior, and you jumped all the way in. You may down the road later think, oh, I'm going to jump out, I'm going to go do what I want, but Jesus, amen, who writ your name in the book of life, amen, said, Oh, you ain't slipping away from me. You ain't jumping away from me. I'm not playing games with you. You already said I do. You already surrendered. I already filled you with the Holy Ghost. I already sustained you. I already saved you. I already set you free. I already moved in your life. You can run if you want to. I'll be around the corner. I'll be there waiting for you. Come on, somebody. I'll be there doing push-ups because I'm a mighty God and I'm full of power and I'm full of love. Amen. And I'm full of grace. You can't run away from this love. This love is an everyday kind of love. And though you may walk around with bitterness or hatred in your heart, the love of God, amen, will come upon you like a flood. And it'll wipe away every transgression. It'll remove every single weight. It'll lift every single burden. It'll remove every bit of discouragement. And he'll pour on you power and a fresh fire and a fresh anointing. And he'll give you, come on, a mouthpiece to exalt him. And he'll give you a life that is powerful and radiating for his glory. Can I get an amen? I'm trying to radiate with his glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Our relationship with God exposes our real heart. Amen. When you do not have control over your tongue and emotions, your religion is worthless. Amen. Your religion is worthless. See, God hit me with this the other day, amen, because I began to jump out of character for a moment. Begin to jump out of character for a moment. God says, hey, that come out of your mouth because you got something going on in your heart. Come on. Don't be religious, amen. Now, I'm not going to say, I mean, the enemy may try to come condemn. None of us are perfect. The enemy try to come and condemn me and say, oh, yeah, you said that. You acted like that. You jumped out of character, amen. But who don't? The main thing is you got to not stay out of character. Come on, somebody. The main thing is, is when you sin and the Holy Spirit convicts you, you have an advocate with the Father, and his name is Jesus Christ. Lord, I shouldn't have said that. Forgive me. Come on. Creating me a clean heart. I got to get your word. Then you got to get in your word. Your word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. As soon as you see that old, you rise up. That old doubt and Thomas begin to rise up. Rise up. Why? 
just don't know if God's going to do it in my life. I just don't know if I can handle this. I just don't know if I can take another day in this. Why are you letting that same spirit that drove you all the way almost to the gates of hell try to come and torment you again? You're a new creation in Christ. Amen. You're a vessel set apart for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. No one can serve two masters. For he will hate the one and love the other. Or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. My Lord. You cannot serve God and money. You can't serve two masters, amen. You can't serve two masters. You can't serve God and serve the flesh, amen. You can't worship God and worship money, amen. Come on, somebody. You can't worship God and worship money, amen. You can't worship God and worship your flesh at the same time. It don't work like that. Glorify the Lord, amen, with your deeds, amen, in deeds and in truth, amen, with the way that you live and the way that you present yourself around others. You ought to be glorifying God. And if you're not, you need to repent, amen, especially if sin is beginning to become habitual in your life and it's beginning to flow out of your mouth like vomit and poison everywhere you go because when that happens, you become a stumbling block instead of somebody to help lift somebody up. You begin to hurt the body of Christ. You begin to drag people down instead of encourage and build up the person next to you amen God still loves you amen but don't stay there amen so why do you preach the gospel Adam why are you called to be a preacher because God put this calling on my life amen and I take it seriously because I tried to play with it before but how many of us know you can't play with God amen you can't hide nothing from the Lord Almighty I promise you you can look real cute. You can look real nice. Look all dressed up, tailor-made, baby. You know what I'm saying? Walk around looking real good. But if you ain't walking in the spirit, those of us that are, it's evident. Come on. You think that, you think that the Holy Ghost is not going to reveal to your pastor and the men of God and the shepherds and overseers that have been called, amen, and placed by God to keep watch over your souls, amen, that if your heart's really in the right place? Come on, somebody. Who are you fooling? You, you can't fool the Spirit of God, amen. Stop trying to please man. Start living to please God, amen. Because if you don't, it's going to come back to bite you, and it's going to delay you. When you walk around trying to please man and trying to please yourself, amen, it delays you from being raised up, amen, and from propelling into the destiny that God has for your life, amen. Don't delay your destiny. Come on, somebody. Don't delay your destiny. You ought to be thriving, amen, not barely surviving. Hallelujah. We need self-control, amen. We need self-control in the body of Christ. A dead religious person has the outward appearance without an inward change. Come on, somebody. I said a dead religious person has the outward appearance of a Christian without an inward change. Amen. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I was getting off work one day, had a muscle tee and some blue jeans on some hose. About to go meet with this pastor. Amen. Come on, somebody. 
Because you want to meet with me. I said, hey, well, guess what? I'm getting off work, so I'm going to be a little dirty coming over in a muscle shirt. As soon as I got there, set the chair, he said, hey, if you're a pastor, you should dress like one. And I said, hey, God's not looking on the outside. God's looking at what's in my heart. And if you knew the way I was living and the way that I was really dressing and carrying myself, come on, five years ago, you know that God did a work in my life and a transformation, amen, because the proof is in the pudding. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We got to live to please God. Amen. We need the self-control of the Holy Spirit in our life. We serve a God of results. Are you wanting God to bring the results in your life? Or are you trying to get the same results you've already gotten? Because insanity is doing the same thing but expecting a different result. So if you've always done things your way. And you've always let your emotions lead you in life. And you've always let your mouth talk you out of the, the will of God. Amen. And it's always gotten you the same result. Why don't you just turn around and start putting Jesus at the will of your life. Come on, somebody. And surrender and give God complete control and get God's results. Can I get an amen? Because I'm going to be all the way 100 with you. My results are smooth jacked up. My results lead me to the pit. Leave me locked up. Come on, somebody. Partially covered up because I was walking around looking like a zombie. But God's results, amen, leads me to a man of God filled with the glory of God, filled with joy of the Lord that is my strength, amen. God's results, hallelujah, says, hey, hey, even though the devil tried to destroy his family and tried to rob him of his marriage, I'm going to restore, amen, what the devil tried to steal, and I'm going to bring new life, and I'm going to make something greater, and I'm going to make him shine out of the darkness, amen, and trample over his enemies. Come on, somebody. You ought to get some boldness in you, amen. You ought to want to conquer the very things that used to hold you back in life. Amen. amen. I'm going to keep it real with you. There may be a lot of preachers. There may be a lot of pastors and mega churches out there, but there's not a lot of people that are standing up, amen, and that are truly walking as sold-out soldiers in the army of the Lord, amen, that are operating in the Holy Spirit, Come on, with miracle signs and wonders following them, amen, and that God is using to set the captives free because you can talk a real good game and you can dress a real good part. If you got darkness all up in your heart, you're no good for God's use. Come on, somebody. If you're filled with sin and you're entangled up in sin and you're in bondage, how are you going to help somebody else shake off the chains? How are you going to help somebody else get free if you ain't free yourself, amen? I'm not saying we don't slip up and mess up but like I say this is not a slip and slide kind of walk this is a hold your head up high and keep your eyes on Jesus and run the race with endurance and determination to win the prize can I get an amen, amen. hallelujah somebody say I'm gonna win the prize I want what God's got for me come on somebody did you know that God's got better for you amen what God has in store for us is so much better than anything we have ever touched, tasted, or experienced in our life. Taste of the Lord and see that he is good. Amen. We need self-control in our lives. Amen. Come on. We got to stop letting our emotions in our mouth get us into trouble. Amen. Well, I don't want to go here. I don't want to be here. I don't want to live for God. Shut that devil up in the name of Jesus. Amen. It's not about what you want and what your flesh wants and always come on trying to look out for self. It's about what God has called us to do, amen. 
to go ye therefore and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. You can't make disciples unless you are a disciple. You can't make followers of Jesus unless you follow Jesus. You can't help somebody else get restored, delivered, and set free if you're not restored, delivered, and set free. But it's not too late for you, brother or sister. You can jump in tonight and receive some restoration and some deliverance and get the fire of God in your life. Can I get an amen? I need the fire of God burning in my life. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians, amen. Chapter 9, verse 24 through 27. The word of God reads, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? Come on. All the runners run, but only one receives the prize. How bad do you want what God has for you? How bad do you want it? Because I see people encounter God. I see people, they men get free from some things. I see people experience the love of God. I see people that experience the grace of God. And they say, oh, God showed me grace. God touched my life. God healed me. And they start running. And they start running. And then some long, uh, somehow along the way, the enemy creeps in with some discouragement. Somebody begins to pour negativity on them. They begin to uh, leave a door open for the devil to come and distract them. And what happens is they let the devil knock them completely out of the rain. But my question is for you tonight, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want what God has for you? Are you willing to pay, to pay the price? Are you willing to lay your life down as a living sacrifice unto God? For this is your spiritual and holy and acceptable act of worship. Amen. Are you willing to do whatever it takes to please God? Are you do, willing to do, go through whatever you got to go through to get where God's trying to take you? Are you willing to suffer? Are you willing to go through trial and tribulation? Come on, somebody. And pain and heartache and turmoil. Are you willing to go through the fire and still recognize no matter what you're going through that God is with you and God is for you? And if he be for you, then who can stand against you? Amen. Come on, somebody. You need to remind the devil that God is for you, amen. Remind yourself that God is for you because if he wasn't, you wouldn't be here. God's for you. God's got something for you. Look at your neighbor and say, God's got something for you. Tell him, just hold on, just hold on. I'm trying to get it, amen. I'm trying to get what God's got for me. I went through too much hell. I went through too much turmoil, amen, to not hang in there and stick around for what God has for me. Come on, somebody. Hey, I'll be here till Jesus comes back. If that's what God wants, baby, because I'm hanging around until I get what God's got for me, amen. Because me and mine, amen, are blessed, amen. My household is blessed. My marriage is blessed. My children are blessed. My, come on, somebody. The ministry God's placed me in is blessed, amen. The home is blessed. Come on, somebody. Yes, Hallelujah. Yes, it says right here, every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath. Amen. 
people that train to be in the Olympics, they just don't get Olympic speed and win races without training and getting prepared. Right now, God has you in a training process. Right now, God is getting you in shape spiritually, and he's preparing you for your destiny and what he lies ahead of you. But if you do not go through the process, and if you do not go through what God has taken you through with joy and confidence, don't expect to receive your reward. Amen. If you want to stop right now, go ahead. That's all you'll get. Came with nothing, leave with nothing. Oh, Lord. Well, I came in this thing with nothing, amen. Just like, just like Zachariah was said, just like the song was saying. The song was saying, amen. But all you have given me, come on, somebody. Hallelujah. As long as I got the Holy Spirit, as long as I'm in the will of God, I don't have to want for a thing, amen. I do not box as one beating the air, amen. I'm not in this spiritual fight. I'm not warring in the spirit, amen. I'm not fighting the good of fight, amen, without causing damage to the kingdom of darkness. I'm fighting the good fight of faith, and I'm warring and declaring war on the kingdom of darkness because the devil's got hell to pay for all that he did to me and all that he took away from me. The devil's got hell to pay for everything that I went through, and I stand today to recognize, come on, somebody, to encourage somebody. To raise up under the power of God and accept the process in the training ground that God has for you and place your feet on the devil's neck. Amen. I'm wrapping it up here. Hallelujah. My third point. Amen. Y'all all right? Examine yourself. Amen. Deal with yourself. My third point is examine yourself. Deal with yourself. Amen. How many of us know, amen, that we can't just get by without dealing with ourselves? How many of us know that we got to check ourselves, amen, sometimes? We got to examine ourselves. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5 through 7, and the word of the Lord reads, Test yourselves to see if you are in the faith. Test yourselves to see if you are in the faith, amen. The Bible says you'll know them by their fruits, amen. If you don't have the fruits of the Holy Spirit operating in your life, amen, love, patience, joy, peace, amen, long-suffering, come on, self-control, amen. If you're walking around letting your emotions lead you and letting your mouth just talk all kinds of poison, getting yourself into trouble, walking around slipping up all the time, amen, you need to check yourself. Come on, somebody. You need to examine yourself, amen. Because we serve a God of results, amen. And you have to begin to, to accept some results from the Lord. Stop settling for the results you've already settled for. That you've always settled for. Come on, somebody. God brings the best results. Can I get an amen? He brings the greatest outcome. Test yourselves to see if you are in the faith. Examine yourselves or do you not recognize this about yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you fail the test. Come on, somebody. See, I got to examine myself. Am I living holy? Have I really been born again? Have I experienced a transformation? Am I really a new creation in Christ? Or, if I, or am I still the same person I was before I prayed that prayer? 
Am I still the same person I was before I ever came to a church service? Before I ever said, Lord God, I do. Before I ever cried out to God, am I still that very same person? Because if you're still that very same person and still living that same old way, that same old life of darkness, I got news for you, brother and sister. You might want to test yourselves and examine if you're really a child of God and walking as a bought by the blood Jesus, born again Christian. Amen. Because you got a lot of people that say they are but they really are you got a lot of people claiming it and proclaiming it and naming it but they ain't walking in the power of the holy ghost they're not setting themselves apart and living a life pleasing to god amen oh there's a lot of them pleasing the pastor oh pastor let me sing sunday it's special sunday service lord come on somebody Oh, let me cook some food, Pastor. I cooked you a good casserole, sister. But have you been faithful to your husband? Come on, somebody. Let's keep it real, amen. Brother, have you been honoring God, amen, with what you look at and the things that you say and the things that you do, amen? Come on, somebody. Well, Pastor, I've been paying my tithes for two years. That's all right. The devil can pay his tithe too and still end up in hell. Can I get an amen? Come on, somebody. It's not about our religious works, amen. It's not about our religious works. It's about what's in our heart. Test yourselves to see if you're in the faith. Come on, somebody. I trust that you will realize that we ourselves do not fail the test. Paul the apostle is talking, amen. He's encouraging them, hey, test yourselves. He says, we don't fail the test. This is Paul. This is Pastor Paul. He's He's talking to the church. Hey, we don't fail the test. We live this thing out. We're sold out for Jesus. We're fired up about God. God transformed me. I was sore and I was blind and I was walking around with hatred. I was living a toxic lifestyle. But God stepped in and opened up my eyes, amen. And he transformed me, amen, into a new creation. I'm not an alcoholic no more. I'm not a dope dealer no more. I'm not criminally minded anymore. I'm a born again believer. Come on, somebody. I'm not a womanizer anymore. I'm a father. Come on, somebody. I'm a husband. Hallelujah. I'm a man of God today. Amen. I'm not a liar and a deceiver. Amen. Come on, somebody. I got the spirit of truth. Amen. I'm not walking around hopeless anymore. I don't have depression today. I got joy in my life. I got hope in my life. When my life was in pieces, Jesus put it all back together. When I was lost, I called on Jesus and I found my way. I found my place that I call home and I found, come on somebody, my place in the race and I'm running it and I'm running it until I receive the prize, until I get everything that God has for me. I'm going to continue to run it. Amen. Hallelujah. We pray to God that you do no wrong. It says in verse seven, we pray to God that you do no wrong. That's that's the cry of your pastor's heart. That's the cry of your pastor's heart. Father God, I pray that, Lord God, that, that your people would live holy. Father God, that they would walk in righteousness, that they would be sold out to you, that they would have no wrong, no wrongness in their heart, that they wouldn't walk around in darkness, but that they would walk in the light, God, that your people might be free. Come on, somebody. We pray to God that you do no wrong, not that we ourselves may appear approved. Look at that, and then he checks it. Not that we've arrived. Not that we're better than you, amen. Not that your pastor is better than you. But how many of us know, amen, a pastor with a real heart after God wants you to do more and do better than they do. Come on, somebody. Wants you to excel and even succeed, amen, and do greater things, amen, than he does. Can I get an amen? Give it up. Give a round of applause for your pastors. Come on, somebody. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because I'm telling you, if you don't think your pastor doesn't want you to make it and do great things in the kingdom of God, the devil's already robbed you. He's already took from you. Come on, somebody. But if you believe that where God has placed you is God-ordained and God-breathed and that God is training you and preparing you and placed you in a race to receive a reward from heaven, a prize from God, come on, somebody, to walk in your calling, then you're on the way, baby. I'm coming. Hallelujah. I got my bags packed and I'm I'm ready. I'm coming to the airport, baby. And I'm ready to soar in the destiny that God has for me. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You can wait around, play with it all you want to. Amen. If you don't jump in, somebody else will. Come on. It's like jumping off a cliff, man, with faith. You don't know what's at the bottom, amen, of that lake. But there's always that one person that says, man, I'm jumping. And just jumps. And then there's me. I'm like, no. No, that ain't 10 feet. That's, that's 25 feet, fam. I'm not finna do it. No, that's... Then you get to the airport. That's 120 feet. Here comes Larry. Ah! Jumps off the top of the cliff. Full faith, baby. I don't know what's down there, amen. I don't know what's next, what's coming next in my life, but I got enough faith in God to take out and jump on a limb and step out in faith and believe that God is going to make everything all right. He's going to make everything happen, amen, that whatever is coming next, amen, does not compare, amen, to what God has at the end. Come on, somebody at the race. Because he says he's going to take you from glory to glory to glory. Hallelujah. I'm about to close, amen. Let's look here again, amen. Second Chronicles, hallelujah. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 14. If you'll put that back up there, brother. The worship team, amen, can get ready to come forward. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 14. The word of God reads. Thank you, Jesus. Then in the midst of the assembly, the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehazel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jill, the son of Madaniah, the Levite of the sons of Asaph. Keep going. And he said, listen, all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, amen. And King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Come on, somebody. Stand on your feet all over this house. He said, don't be afraid. Come on, somebody. The battle is not yours, but it is God's. Amen. And I don't know what everybody's going through here tonight. Amen. I don't know if you've been suffering some pain. Maybe you suffered loss recently. Maybe you've been bumping your head and you've been messing up. Maybe you're right at a point in your life where it's hard to fight and it's hard to keep going and it's hard to keep trusting. Amen. But I came to remind somebody, amen, that the victory has already been won, that the devil has already been defeated. The works of the devil were defeated at the cross of Calvary over 2,000 years ago. Jesus Christ is still on the throne and whatever you're up against amen I came to remind you that God will bring you through it and take you through the other side hallelujah keep on going because the battle's not yours but it's God's amen 
Come on. Tomorrow go down against them. Behold, they will come up by the accent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the valley in front of the wilderness of Jeruel. Keep going. Hallelujah. You need not fight in this battle. Come on. He said, you don't have to fight. All you got to do is surrender. All you got to do is rest in me. All you got to do is lay your life down. All you got to do is trust me. Amen. Station yourselves. Stand still. Amen. And see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out to face them, for the Lord is with you. Keep going. Here's, I feel some boldness rising up. Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. The Levites from the sons of the Kohathites and of the sons of the Korahites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a very loud voice. They rose early in the morning, hallelujah, and went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, O Judah, and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Put your trust in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Put your trust in his prophets, and you will succeed, hallelujah. When he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who sang to the Lord and those who praised him in holy attire as they went out before the army and said, Give thanks to the Lord for his love and kindness is everlasting. Hallelujah. When they began singing and praising, the Lord set ambushes against the sons of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir who had come against Judah. So they were routed. Hallelujah. For the sons of Ammon and Moab rose up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, destroying them completely. And when they had finished with the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. Hallelujah. See, God, amen, will cause everything that's come against you, amen. He'll cause the same demonic powers that were tormenting you and messing you up to begin to come and fight amongst each other. Did you know when you begin to go in battle, in prayer, and in praise, and in worship, that even it confuses the enemy, amen. And your enemy becomes confused, amen. Because you may be going through hell, but whatever you're going through does not dictate where your heart lies at in the hands of God. God. I came to tell somebody you need to praise your way through it. Amen. Dim the lights in this house. It's time to worship God through it. Amen. Come to this altar if you need a fresh fire. You need to cry out to God. You need to worship your way through it. You need to praise your way through it. God didn't get you this far to leave you there. It's not over yet. Amen. I don't know what you're facing. Come on somebody. But God says the battle's mine. I've already won it. Amen. It's not yours. Just let go. Just surrender. Come on and lift your hands at this altar. Lift your hands in this place. Just surrender unto God. Say, you know what, God? It's your battle. It belongs to you. I'm ready to rest in you. I'm ready to rest in you. I'm ready to trust in you. Somebody's been discouraged. You've been thinking about giving up. You've been thinking about walking out early. The Holy Ghost is saying, come to this altar right now. Come and get your breakthrough. Come and get your breakthrough tonight in the name of Jesus.
Come on, somebody shout for the Lord in this place. What's his name? Jesus. What's his name? Jesus. Who breaks some chains? Jesus. From crack cocaine? Jesus. And Mary Jane? Jesus. Who takes your pain? Jesus. Who takes your shame? Jesus. Who takes your strife? Jesus. Who paid the price? Jesus. Who is the Christ? Jesus. The great I am. Jesus. The son of man. Jesus. The new wine. Jesus. The true vine. Jesus. Now what's his name? 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 J to the E to the S-U-S Jesus And I just can't stop Praising your name Lord I just can't stop Praising your name Lord I just can't stop Praising your name Lord Shout Jesus Jesus I just can't stop Praising your name Lord I just can't stop I just can't stop Shout Jesus. Jesus Jesus Come on go ahead and high five two or three people around you And tell them God is good That, that word right there That word you need to take it back into your home And you need to preach that to your mama Your grandmammy and your third cousin Amen that's one you need to take home, brothers and sisters. Amen. But you know, church church isn't just these four walls. Amen. You know, in the Bible, a lot of times there's typology of the church resembling a boat, like a big boat throughout the Bible, right? And a lot of times people come and they come to church and they get on this boat and they're looking for a thrill or they're looking for a good time. They want to go out on this boat for an hour and two, you know, hop on a jet ski, hop on a tube on the back. They want a thrill. They want some fun. And then they want to go back to the land or the world and go live, you know, for the world the rest of the week. But I'm here to tell you this boat, this church, this isn't just an hour or two of entertainment. It's not just an hour or two of thrills. But this right here is feeding you so you can go back into the world and you can reach another lost soul. You can reach another drug addict. You can reach the next you. Amen. But I want y'all to feed on that. I want you to meditate on that, man, throughout this week. Amen? God is good. We should be fired up. Amen? We shouldn't be coming to church just to scrounge off whatever the preacher's been feeding himself on. But that should motivate us to go home and feed ourselves. Amen? The reason we're called to live through the overflow is so we can touch somebody else. We're not called to come to church and just live off the preacher's overflow. Amen. And that's why a lot of us are struggling. All we're living off of what the preacher labored with God all week. We come to we come to church and we expect to live off, you know, what he's been feeding on all day, all week. Amen. It's not the preacher's job just to labor with God. It's a Christian's job to labor with God. And how many know labor means work, but being a Christian, spending time with God ain't work. Amen. It's joy. We should enjoy that. And if Christianity become a duty to you, you need to repent. And just like the Spirit told the church in Revelation, you need to go back to your first love. I see all these good things you're doing. That's cool. I see your hard work, your perseverance. I see your servanthood. I see all this cool stuff. You, 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 you know, have good character. But I have this against you, says the Spirit of the Lord. You've left your first love. 
Amen? So if Christianity has become an obligation or a duty or it feels like work, something's off in your walk with God. Amen? Amen. So we're going to leave on that note. Everybody fired up for Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? Yeah.